This is Basketball More Than a Game with your hosts, Coach Goins and Coach Quick. Former high school coach and player have teamed up again to share their knowledge of the game and life skills on and off the court. Now here are Coaches G and Q. Hey, this is Coach Goins. I'm going to be kicking it over to the hottest co-host this side of heaven in a few seconds. But like we always say, make sure you got them. You know what? We ain't going to have on those sneakers this week. So Coach Quick is going to be talking about that here in a few seconds. So stay tuned. Dynamic show. And I'm going to kick it over to Coach Quick right now. Hey, what's going on, Coach G? You want to know what's popping with Coach Q? Well, Coach Q is so excited about our special guest via telephone today. I feel like I'm on the campus of Johnson C. Smith University, seated inside the Irwin Belt Complex, waiting on a big offensive lineman to pave the way for a running back to score a touchdown. So after this short break, we're going to come right back and introduce you to our very special guest. So make sure those cleats are laced up tight. heard coach quick just told you you know what put the sneakers on the shelf this week coach quick i know you're excited to introduce uh our very special guest so with that i'll give you the honor ladies and gentlemen without further ado i'd like to introduce he is the offensive line tight end coach recruiting coordinator and the academic liaison for johnson c smith university ladies and gentlemen welcome to basketball more in the game my brother-in-law matez mccray Man, I appreciate it. Thank you, God, for having me. Right. Yes, sir. It's our pleasure. Yes, sir. So you heard it, folks. Some somebody said, "Man, it's y'all. Yep, put the Snickers on the shelf. Make sure you get them cleats, man. If you get, if you need tear shoes, we go to the locker room. We can get you squared away." So, Coach McCray, man, we certainly, certainly appreciate you taking time out uh, and being with us to talk about life, talk about football. And all that stuff. So listen, folks, let me just give you a little history here. Coach McCray is a graduate of where? Hope County High School. That's right. Me being a former Pinecrest guy, Coach Quick being uh, from Union Pines, we still going to share some love and uh, talk to one of the guys from down south by way of Hope County. He's also a graduate of the University of North Carolina A&T State University. Okay. A&T State University, the Aggie, Aggie Pride. So now, and also, he did a stint at Fayetteville State University. How about them Broncos? But now he is in Charlotte with the Golden Bulls. So with that, Coach McCray, here's my very first question. What caused you to really, really take on and just have a passion about the game of football? Uh, you know, coming up in, you know, Hope County, that's all we had was really football. So you couldn't be a, a big guy or a good skilled guy from Hope County and you not play football, um, you know, I was always too big to play, you know, recreation football. So uh, once I got to uh, middle school, I, I'll never forget. Uh, I tried out for middle school, and uh, I thought it was too tough. <laughs> and so I had uh, told the, the coach, I was like, man, I got to use the bathroom. And so I used that time, you know, to walk to the bathroom. Like, man, do I want to do this or do I not? <laughs> so I ended, up not, I ended up not playing. And so I remember going to a basketball at Hope County, and I forgot the coach's name at the time. But – um. He saw me, he was like, what grade are you going to? I was like, I'm going to the ninth. He like, well, your boy's going to play football. I'm like, no, I ain't. So uh, I ended up going out my freshman year. 
I was originally a tight end, and then uh, I moved to uh, offensive line. And uh, ever since, man, you know, my passion, I think from my freshman year to now, man, my passion grew stronger every year to, you know, not only coach the game of football, but play the game. Wow. Wow. Coach Quick. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, to piggyback off that, that rascal, he kept getting bigger and growing and growing and growing, and his, his love for the game got even stronger. So just watching him grow up was just, you know, an inspiration to me. And he, I, I definitely, as his brother-in-law, I got to sit here and say I'm extremely proud of him. Bye. But Coach McCray, my, my first question for you. Can you tell us about how you got your coaching start and where? Yeah, I, um, I was playing arena football. I graduated college in 2007, and um, I had some workouts at uh, North Carolina State at the time. Uh, there were several uh, NFL teams out there, and uh, you know my agent was like, you know, we'll see what we'll do, and you know, from there, um, you know, Plan B might be arena. And um, I didn't get a call from the league, so I ended up playing uh, arena football um, at Concord Speed, which is in uh, Concord, North Carolina. And uh, I broke my leg at, towards the end of practice, mm. and I was like, man, you know. So that was like my first ever injury, high school, college, or whatever. And I'm sitting here like, yo. I don't like the, I don't like this feeling like to break my leg. I was in so much pain, um, and I didn't know how I was gonna bounce back from it. And so once I got myself back healed, um, you know, another team, Fayetteville Guard, had called me, and then you know I was like, you know what? I played a couple of games, then I got a concussion. So I was like, okay, I, I, I got a, you know, I got a family, so now I got to think, you know, more realistically. You know what I'm saying? And so. Um, I did that, and I moved to Durham, and I uh, got married, and I rode past this high school, and I kept, you know, seeing this high school, and I was like, you know, if I can't play it no more, you know, I want to coach. I want to see how it is to coach. Um, and when I saw it, so one day I stopped by, and I went up to a guy, I was like, yeah, I'm looking for the head coach, and I ended up meeting another guy who I thought was the head coach, <laughs> and so I'm, I'm selling, making my pitch to him, thinking he's the head coach. <laughs> And he's actually the running back coach uh, named Damon McKee, who's now, you know, has been from that day to now we're like best of friends. But he introduced me to um, a current head coach who is now the head coach at Shaw, uh, Adrian Jones. And from wow. that day, I ended up uh, being a volunteer coach and the next year to a paid coach. And, you know, ever since then, um, I'm, I'm here now as a, a college coach. <laughs> Wow. And that's outstanding. Yes, sir. Coach G going to kick it over to you for the next question. Well, you know what? I I, I want to frame that out a little bit right there, Coach Quick. You know, yes, since, sir. You know, since I got my cleats on and everything and I got my – and it's like I'm smelling I'm smelling the grass. But you know, the, the, here's the things I want to frame out to, to our listener on it. Listen what the, the passion that Coach McCray, he understood the injuries, had a responsibility with his family, but the passion was there. And like you said, he rode by the school – and he just had the vision. And like it says, when you had the vision, write it, you know, make it plain. And it was. He he mashed the break and went in there and, he, and and you know what he did? He sold himself. He went and had a conversation. And then that conversation led to a position. And like he said, he volunteered. You know what? It, it, think about a lot of times people think they gotta get paid to do anything. When people right. just don't go out and just say, Okay, you know what? I'm gonna volunteer my services to number one, to make an impact, to make a difference. And coach McCray's done that. Then he was rewarded, uh, with the full-time position. So with that coach, 
when you got there and and you and you got in the flow of things and and, and really got in and, and the coaching bug bitching and bitching bad because you went from the high school ranks to to now your coach in college. What was that? What was that experience like? Really? Did, and let's let's if you don't mind framing up for the high school. What was it like? Really, that first interaction, coaching, coaching you for the day because I know it can be difficult at times. Oh man, yeah. I mean, it's, it's it was it was cool because you know you know being a young coach in the in the profession, a lot of those kids was relating to what I was doing. I was relating to what they was doing. Yes, sir. You know, not not even football, just music and you know the lingo that they use now. So it was, I, I kind of fit right in. Um, I think I, I was actually the youngest coach on the staff. Um, so when kids kind of talk to like certain coaches, they will come to me because I can relate to them because I was a young coach. And, you know, I was fresh out of college. Um, so I kind of, you know, I still, I felt like I still had some, some playing in me. So I was like, man, I had to bring that enthusiasm to them. And, uh, you know, it carried on for a long time. And, um, you know, I, I, I felt like we made some history at Southern Durham. Um, you know, just, you know, just having this conversation with you guys, it just bring back flashbacks because I had a young man. And I always tell, you know, college players this now, um, I had a kid that was probably like five, he wasn't even six foot. And he just had that dog, and I just saw it. And <laughs> I ended up putting him at right tackle. You know, typically a right tackle is probably about six, three, six, four. But a lot of people don't know in Southern Durham, and this is probably like history, but that young man was probably the first player ever to come in and play four straight years as a starter. And never missed a start. Wow. At five, at five, at five foot eleven, playing right tackle. Wow. So I ended up playing tackle his freshman year. Then I moved him inside the guard. Mm. But he's never missed a start. Um, Christian House, um, one of the you know fine young men. And now that young, that same young man that you know I still you know the char- the characteristic of a man. Now that young man is graduated from college. Um, he played the same fraternity that I played. Married, and now he got a kid. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, you know what, Coach Quick? Yes, sir. I, I, I see. You know, and, and Coach McCray, let me tell you, I, I got to work on your brother-in-law getting him a pay raise because he's, <laughs> he, he, he's, he, he, he's steady out here bringing in just top quality folks on the show. So, folks, we right now we have Coach Montez McCray. He is coaching at the uni- at uh, Johnson C. Smith uh, in Charlotte, North Carolina. That's the Golden Bulls. Uh, and again, the story he just told was hard for me. And, and I can understand that because I've been there and the guy that, uh, that I reached out to 28 years ago is now my co-host coach McCray. So I understand that. Uh, and you make a difference. You've made a difference. Uh, and that young man will never forget you. And the, and the young men or the men that's playing for you now will never forget you. And we just certainly appreciate, uh, you sharing that story. Coach quick. Yes, sir. Coach McCray, could you tell our listening audience what it was like for you winning the state championship in 2013 as an offensive line coach at Southern Durham University? And during that same year, you had your twin boys were born on the night that you beat an arch rival in Scotland County. So could you could you elaborate on that for our audience? Oh yeah, that's you mean you know uh, <laughs> coaching that Southern man was a beautiful thing, man. We 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 built some memories. Um, you know, we went to 
after my last ten, there we went to out of three years we went to two state championships. We won one, lost one. Realistically, we should have went to three straight, but um, you know we had some setbacks, but you know we, we persevered. Um, at Southern, uh, I remember uh, <laughs> we played Scotland County, and being from Hope County, you know we don't like Scotland. Scotland, they ain't like us. So, you know, when we, uh, when our, our head man told us we had Scott on the schedule, I said, oh, man, we're going to the crib. This is, this is the crib. And, uh, my wife at the time, you know, she, she was pregnant. And I remember several months prior, um, one of the coaches had a function at his house. And he like, man, you know, we go to Scotland, man, you, you know, your wife going to have them babies. I'm like, man, I said, man, don't say that, man, don't say that. So, um, you know, as time went by, um, I remember uh, it was September the 11th, and my wife had a uh, a checkup, you know, to make sure things were good with the baby. So, you know, as we on the road, I'm like, man, I ain't, you know, I ain't hearing from her. You know, I'm kind of worried. And so, uh, I had some cousins call me, my sister called me, like, how the code doing all the way? You know, she, she had a daughter's office now, you know, on a follow-up. Man, next thing you know, as I'm talking to my, my cousin, you know, my wife at the time, is beeping in. I'm like, what's up? You everything good? She's like, you know, why they jinxed us? I mean, what you talking about? She said, they, they about to, um, about to admit me to the hospital, my blood pressure. So from that point, I'm like, oh, you know, we all the way down on US 1, mm. two hours away, by the place Scotland. So the coaches know, you know, I made them aware of what was going on. So the whole game, man, I was focused. But I won't focus because I was concerned about her and yep. you know, my kids are born. I'm not there. Uh, I don't know how I was going to live with myself. And so we end up playing Scotland uh, on Thursday night. And we realistically we were supposed to play on Friday, but it was a storm uh, that was coming in that Friday. So they pushed it to Thursday. So make a long story short, uh, we at Scotland. And, you know, that's how they got it. At that time, Zemir White was a freshman. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're at Scotland County. You know, you people, Scotland don't lose at Scotland. Mm-hmm. But right. we felt we felt like we could match up with them. So make a long story short, that, that team we had um, at 13, we had 20, I think 25 or 26 kids to go to, you know, D1, D2, D3, um, and even JUCO. So we felt like we was talented as them. Wow. So we got there, and I, I mean, we jumped out on Scotland. We're going back and forth. And Scotland went down, I think it was like maybe like six minutes. They went down, they scored. They're like, yeah, that's it, that's, that's it. But we were so good. And, you know, when I say this, I, I say this real humble. We were real good, but we always knew if a team gave us the ball last, we was kind of like Aaron Rodgers in the fourth quarter. When you give it too much time, we're going to go down and score. You know what I'm saying? We're going to force you to use timeout. Uh, at the time, Kendall Hinton, who's now the receiver for the Broncos, drove us down, and we scored. So now it forced it, um, Scotland to score, and everybody knows Scotland's not a passing team. They're going to run the ball. Right. So we, we was good at defensively where we were man up on you. You know what I'm saying? And we ended up beating them. Uh, at the end, all the coaches knew I was like, yo, I got to go. <laughs> so <laughs> we, rolled, we rolled out together. So, you know, the head coach made an announcement like, yo, Martez is about to have his babies, uh, you know, so he got to get back. So I rushed back, and luckily I was I was able enough um, 
they induced her, and I, my boys came at 4.14, 4.15 that next morning. Wow. And um, when I see them now, even when I talk to Coach Bailey, the head coach at Scholar, when I, you know, come down there and recruit, I tell them every time I see them, I say, yo, the, the, Scholar, the Scholar twins, Scholar County twins are doing good. Because everybody had that, that perception. Everybody, you know, Scotland is this way. I'm like, well, we came to Scotland, we beat them. And I always remember that night having my twin, beating the team I always wanted to beat. And to cap it off, we, we end up going, I think, I don't know, 14, 15 game winning streak. We end up, in, we end up finishing 14 and 2. But that 14 and 2 season led us to the state championship. Uh, the state championship was actually the day after my birthday. And then. Going into the next season, we was like on a six-game losing streak. So we was like on a almost like a twenty-game winning streak going into the next season. Wow! And, uh, that, wow. that was my journey from Southern to now. Wow, that's outstanding. And and you know, Coach McCray, I remember seeing the video of your head coach talking to the team, and he told you he told them that you made the sacrifice to be there, and your wife was at the hospital about to have twin boys, and you got so emotional, and you, me watching that video, it choked me up some. So, man, I definitely remember that night, and, man, it, you, you, you're still making impact on kids' lives. And I appreciate it, man. And it's crazy, man. Her, her phone had died. Oh, so now, no. you know, I was on, oh, I was no. on kids. Man, oh, I'm calling God. my neighbor, my mama. <laughs> I'm like, hey, man, somebody go to the hospital. I don't know what she had. Like, I was, man, I was, I was all over the place, man. So, um, it was crazy. Wow. Yes, sir. Wow. That's All excellent. right, Coach G. That's excellent. So, listen, folks, we've got on none other than Coach Coach Quick and our very special guest via telephone from Charlotte, North Carolina, Coach Montez McCray, and he is the uh, offensive line tight end coach for Johnson C. Smith University, and we're going to step away, and we'll be back in a few seconds. Looking for a smarter way to shop for your insurance for you and your families? Look no farther. There is help. With several different companies and plans to choose from, whether it's life insurance or Medicare supplemental plans, finding the right plan has never been easier. Licensed with multiple companies and able to shop various rates, plans to help find the best plan for you and your budget. Independent insurance broker Curtis Jackson is the one to call for help. Call Curtis now at 919-614-5796 for a no-cost consultation. You're listening to Basketball More Than a Game with Coach Goins and Coach Quick. All right, folks, we're back in and via telephone from Charlotte, North Carolina. We have on offensive line coach as well as tight end coach uh, Montez McCray, Coach Montez McCray, and he is the brother-in-law of the – Best co-host this side of heaven. Coach Quick, what's popping? Yes, sir. Coach McCray, what was the experience like for you coaching at Federal State University? I mean, it was good, man. I was at a coaching convention in Greensboro, and um, one of the coaches I had heard that it was a job opening, so I reached out to the head coach, who's uh, Coach Hayes, and I was like, Coach, you got a job opening? And he was like, yeah, he said, I'm going to be in touch with you. So I was at the hospital uh, coach's clinic, um, in Greensboro, and he saw me tonight. He said, I'm a call you. Mm-hmm. And two weeks later, I get a call. I was offered a job. Well, I went out to you know interview, and then I was offered a job. So I went back, and you know, my wife at the time, we, we discussed you know the job. Um, and I had to put my mind together to talk to the team because I knew in my mind I was going to take it because it was always a dream of mine to coach college. 
and um, I accepted it. Um, I was there for a year. We did some good things. I think we lost one conference game. Uh, I brought some good kids. I never recruited class. I think that recruited class. I ended up signing maybe like nine to ten kids. Wow. Actually, actually, some of the kids that was that we recruited there, um, just not graduating. You know, of course, you know they won some CIAA championships, and I still get texts from families. You know, now they're like, "Yeah, coach, I appreciate you know recruiting my son and you know bringing my son here." So that made, that that spoke volumes to me because they knew you know I was a part of the process and. I'm forever grateful for Coach Hayes giving me my first um, college job. And I always text him when I see him, and it's always love because, you know, he didn't have to give me a job. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And, um, I'm forever grateful. I was there for a year, did some good things, learned, from, learned a lot, man, because coming from high school, man, man, I'm going to tell you, the game of football was so fast mm. in college. So when I took a job, um, the OC at the time was on vacation. And so, um, I had to learn the offense on the fly. I basically had to learn the offense throughout, throughout the whole season. You know what I'm saying? And it, it was a learning experience, but it was a good experience. And, um, you know, after that, man, you know, I got hired here at Smith, and I've been here for uh, five years now. Wow. Yes, sir. Uh, Coach Goins, I see you um, pu- um, pulling out. On on this counter trace, so I'm gonna kick the kick the ball over to the running back. Watch out, man! What you know about the, what you know about that counter trace, man? That, that's know a little bit about it. Okay, <laughs> all right, man. Hey, hey, I don't did did uh, Coach McCray know you wore Carolina pants when you played? I think I told him about it before. <laughs> okay, I just I just, just want to make sure he knew you wore them. What, what you wore them tar? He was the only man in the conference. That had wow. that had that uh, had the UNC on his hip, but no, Coach. You know that's and again, I appreciate you allowing our uh, listeners and and especially our younger guys that you know has the aspirations to play at the next level. So let me ask you this question: So when you when you when when a kid hits your radar, number one, what's the first thing that you know you look at and you is it you know word of mouth or do you you know? And again, I'm not trying to, to to put words in your mouth. If you don't mind, take us take us down that road. You're in your office and you hear about a kid. Take us from there on the recruiting the recruiting aspect of it. Uh, you know, the first and I and I tell kids this when I'm uh, uh working camps. If number one, if you're not registered for the uh, clearinghouse, you know I can't talk to you because mm-hmm. I don't want to set myself up and I don't want to set you up. Um. They got to have a good GPA. If they got a GPA that's below a 2.5, I really don't talk to them then either because, you know, kids got to understand the difference between overall and core GPA. A lot of kids don't understand that. And we stress that because some kids don't even know what the ECAA clearinghouse is. Mm. So I try to reinforce that not only to the kids, players, and even the guidance counselor. So those are some of my pet peeves. You know, it's, it's like it's an interview. When I come to your guidance counselor, I should see a 2.5 and higher core, not overall, but core. Um, because that'll help me as a coach when I go back to tell my, my boss, they're like, hey, coach, you know, we can package this kid up, we can get some academic money, we can get some Pell Grant money, North Carolina need base, and then we can top it off with football. But if you don't got no academic money, we can't give you no 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 academic money because you don't have none. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So that's 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 a big pet peeve for me. Big pet peeve. Wow. 
You know what? So folk, you know what? So guess what? Turn that Xbox off. Turn that PlayStation off. Crack them books. Uh, because right here on Basketball More in the Game, we we are in the trenches. We're bringing you cutting edge uh, conversations from college coaches, high school coaches, to be able to share some insight and give you that information. So those of you that's out that's not squared away on your on your clearinghouse, whatever state that you're in. Go talk to your guidance counselor. Talk to your your coaches because Coach McCray is definitely dropping dimes. Now I've got one for you, Coach uh, McCray. Coach Quick, if you don't mind me stealing stealing a little bit more, making that tra- oh. making that transition from uh, Fayetteville State to uh, Smith and going up. What was just what was what was the difference? And 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 actually, Fayetteville State's got a nice a nice facility. I've never been to Johnson C. Smith University, but what was what was the what was the transition like? you know, just from one institution to the next? Um, you know, facility was a difference. Um, you know, every coaching staff is going to be different. Um, you know, Fayetteville was kind of like home because it's so close to Raven. When you come to Smith, you know, Charlotte is so big. You got 26 high schools, the big city. I always tell people Charlotte is like the mini Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia. It's, it's, it's a small version, but it's, 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 it's a lot. It's a lot to do. Uh, the kids are different. You know, I always tell people up here, you know, from Rayford, anywhere down there, like Pinecrest, we're country boys. So, you know, coaches that go to the city, <laughs> they get the skill, but they go to, you know, Rayford and Scotland and Richmond to get the big country boys. Um, it's definitely, definitely a difference, man. Um, but I think the coaching staff and the players makes the university. Either, either one. Excellent. Appreciate you sharing that. Coach Quick, man, I see you get ready to – is that you wide open over there in the end zone? Most definitely. <laughs> All right, sir. Yes, sir. Coach McCray, tell us who are some of the college uh, – who are some of the coaches, actually, that that you look to as mentors, that you see as mentors? Oh, man, it's, I, oh, man, it's, it's a whole list. It's a whole list, man. I could talk to Dave uh, – Regards of my mentors and to make me the, the coach I am, the man I am today. Um, you know, Coach Ray, um, who's the assistant head coach down at uh, Fort Valley. Uh, George Small, who's the head coach now at Hope County, who recruited me to North Carolina NT. Um, you know, Marcus Johnson, uh, who's now at the University of Missouri. Uh, coach Tobacco um, at Wake Forest. Coach Bullock, um, who's at Morgan State. Um, Big Hayes, uh, you know, he taught me so much, man. You know, Bill Hayes, man, you know, is a legend. So for a mm-hmm. guy like that caliber to teach me things, I, I'm going to tell you that I'm probably the online coach I am today because he stayed in my butt. Like I said, come out of high school to college, I didn't know a lot of college philosophy, so I had to learn that. Um, and, you know, each year I feel like I got better. I always – and, I, you know, to this day, I would call him and say, hey, coach, what you think about this? Mm-hmm. Like, all my buddies, like, all, most of all the coaches in the ACC, um, I work with the coaching staff at State. I work with the coaching staff at uh, University of Tennessee, North Carolina, uh, East Carolina, uh, Coach McNeil. Um, you know, all those guys played a part um, in where I met. Um, coach Brown, my, my high school coach, um, you know, those guys helped mold me to, you know, that man, I am. You know, my head coach, uh, Coach Blunt. Uh, those are some some good pillars um, that taught me the game. And you know, I, I even reach out to coaches in the league. 
Um, yes, I, as, a young, as a young coach, man, I'm always trying to learn because you can never stop learning this game of football. So, um, you know, I know there's some other guys out there that I can name, man. Like I said, I can go for days about all the names that have helped me. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot, you know. So, uh, you know, yes, those guys. Definitely. I, and I like that humility. Uh, you got a hunger to want to be better. And, I, and I'm sure you have desires to be, be a head coach one day. So, um, yeah, like you said, you never can stop learning. Um, I appreciate um, you opening up to our listening audience about that. Um, coach G, I see you. Yes, sir. So, Coach McCray, I, I, early you made reference to Ann Rogers, and, and I don't know if that was just a reference or, or are you a Green Bay fan? No, nah, uh, my brother, like, he'll tell you, I'm definitely not a Green Bay fan, but I – I like Aaron Rodgers and how he, he'll take control of the game when they're down. But I'm, I'm a Cowboy fan. But, you know, people always talk about like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. But those guys, man, if you get on the ball and, and they're down in about two minutes, I think I'm going to take my money off them. And that's kind of, <laughs> you know, the mentality that, that you got to have. And that's that's how we were at Southern. And um, that's why, you know, we won the state championship. We got some good kids. We just knew we expected to win. Like we came when we came to Southern and we stood on that hill, we just knew we was gonna win. Wow. And that's why we I mean, we was scoring points like 40, 50 points. I remember I remember to this day it was fourth and twenty five. We 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 throw a vertical route to our number one receiver and he he scored a touchdown. And I could just remember looking at the coach on the other side and he like, dang, you know, that's how good we were. Wow. Like that's how really good we were. Wow. You know what, Coach Quick, when when he said that, I thought he might have stepped up there and said he was a Steeler fan. But uh, no. when when he when, when he said he was a Cowboys fan, we might have to edit that uh, out of the. Out, no, I'm just I'm just uh, I'm just. But you know what? That that one, it's uh, uh, you got to believe in your players and you got to understand. And and that's what I thought. Let me ask you this question. I want to go here. So is as your players change, is it your philosophy? To, to change the offense as it adapts to your players, or is it your philosophy to say, okay, you know what, I'm this is what I got, and I'm not going to change? Well, it depends. It's, coaches, they're going to they're gonna do what they know. And some coaches, you know, you got to coach to your, your kids' weakness, kids' ability. Um, in, in this era of football, you know, it's a lot of RPO zones. Uh, so it, it depends. I think you can go either way with that. Um, but you definitely want to coach to your kids' ability. You know, you know what your kids can do. You got to put your kids in the best situation. And sometimes you might have to, as coaches call it, dumb it down so they can understand it. Sometimes coaches make it too complicated. So you got to make it to where they understand it. Wow. You know what, Coach Quick? Coach Quick. Yes, sir. Okay. I just, I just want to make, make, Make sure you would you would when I say dialed in. But here here here's the issue that I've seen over the last several years, Coach McCray, is, is a lot of coaches don't don't go that route. Um, you know, and and I use a basketball analogy. So if Coach Quick and I are coaching the team, and and we got two seven footers and and a six ten guy, um, we going in we going inside. Now next year due to graduation, our front line may be six four, six three, six two. We might have to speed it up and run up down the floor, but then some coaches want to sit here and, and still pound it inside, like we got Giannis, Ralph Sampson, and Akeem Olajuwon. You know, and and over the course of the, my time in 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 
following sports, I, I just seen that. I don't know. It's, it seemed like it's been more uh, coaches really wanting to keep running the same thing. But I, th- I, I certainly appreciate your transparency to be able to step out and say, hey, you know what? Sometimes you might have to change up your your scheme just to fit uh, to fit your players. So I certainly certainly appreciate that. So listen, we're gonna step away for a few seconds, but right now uh, on via telephone is Coach Montez McCray. And he is coaching at Johnson C. Smith University. That's in Charlotte. He's offensive line tight end coach and academic liaison. And we'll be back after this commercial break. Visit our website, coachgoins.podbean.com. Always learn to pass. Process, attitude, sacrifice, satisfaction. All right, we're back in. And again, via telephone from Charlotte, North Carolina, Coach Montez McCray, Johnson C. Smith University. Coach Quick. Yes, sir. Coach McCray, could you tell us uh, what keeps you grounded and what principles do you live by in your day-to-day life? Man, I'm going to tell you. I got one thing to keep me grounded, and it's the power of my wife. That's my twin boy. Uh, yes, sir. Everything I, everything I do, I do for them. Uh, my family, they know me. Uh, you know, I, I hustle hard, I work hard, I grind hard. Uh, I want the things that I want my kids to have the things I didn't have. So I make sacrifices to make sure they have what I didn't have. Um, my, my brother, law uh, you know, coming up in high school, my, my grandparents weren't able to take me to like my visits. So my brother, law them had to take me on my recruiting visits. Mm. My grandma didn't understand the process. So my brother, law know my journey. Everybody from Polk County, you know, a big dude. I was always a class clown, but they, nobody expected Tess to be the man I am. But my grandfather, my grand, my my grandma, my aunts, my uncles, I owe it all to my family because everybody played a part of my life. That's why I'm the man I am today. Even the coaches. Well, my kids keep me going. I tell my kids, you ain't got to worry. I might not be rich now, but I will be in the soon, a real soon. Um, you know, I believe in God. I believe that, you know, when God closes one door, he opened up another. So, yeah. um, every day, man, that's the power of my why. Um, when I listen to E.T., I listen to E.T. E. Thomas every morning. And he always said the power. So, the power is most important in my family. Uh, my mother, my sister, um, my family, man. That's what it's all about. So, that's 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 my why. Yes, sir. Yeah, I can, I can definitely tell you. Yeah, I... I know your journey, and man, the man that you become, your entire family back in Hope County and the surrounding areas are very proud of you. You keep doing what you do, keep putting God first, and just continue to lead by example. We're definitely proud of you, and you know we love you. Keep your head up. I appreciate it. Love you too, man. Wow. Yes, sir. Man, that's that's, that's... – as first of all, that's uh, that's major, major transparency. Uh, and, you, and you know what, Coach Quick, when, when Coach uh, McCray was going up through that and he said his why uh, made me think of Coach Collins. Uh, yes, sir. Because, you know, he, he always hit his why. Uh, if you've ever been in my house, and, and, I, and I'll share this kind of coming off of what my, uh, Coach McCray was talking about, is when you when I exit my – I go out through my laundry room, which leads into my garage – and above my uh, above that door, and I've always had this in every home that I've owned. It says one word. It says family. 
And that's why I yep. get up. That, that's why I hit that door in the morning, whether it's four thirty in the morning, whether it's five o'clock or whether it's Saturday in the morning. And I'm just walking outside at eight o'clock or whatever, but that's above the door. And I explained to my kid that is that's what it's all about. So I certainly appreciate uh, your transparency, uh, Coach McCray. Certainly appreciate your time, your talent. Uh, and in that, I'm going to kick it over to uh, Coach Quick. Uh, and then, Coach, if you have uh, Coach give his closing comments, Coach Quick. Yes, sir. Yeah, Coach McCray. I just like to say thank you for taking out um, this time and opportunity to come on our show, Basketball More in the Game. Um, you know, I told you um, uh, I, probably a month, a couple of months ago, I wanted to get you on the show. And um, we've been booked up and scheduled, but I knew I was going to get you in. And, man, you didn't hesitate. You said you was ready. And that meant everything to me to be able to get you on the show, to use our platform for you to be able to tell your story and that you may be able to reach someone else who is going through some of the same things that you went through from a, from a kid all the, up to high school, coaching at the high school level, and now you're at the collegiate level looking for bigger and better things. And as I said earlier, um, your sister, she's extremely proud of you. We're, um, I'm proud of you. Your aunts are proud of you. Your mom, especially, is definitely proud of you. And, man, um, just keep doing what you do, brother, because, man, we see it. We see it. We're happy about our twin nephews. We love them to life, and we can't wait to spend more time with you and them. So, man, hey, once again, thanks for coming on the show, and we'll kick it over to you for your closing comments. Oh, man, I, man, uh, I appreciate that. You know, again, you know, first of all, thank you guys for having me. Uh, you know, my brother asked, asked me to do it. Like he said, it was no hesitation. Uh, I feel like, you know, you got to be a bridge builder to people. Mm. You got to look after for our people. Um, that comes with being humble. Yes, so, sir. You know, when somebody wants me to do something, the people that have my back, I got to have their back. Regardless of people don't like me, I got to have their back. Mm. People going to smile, they're going to laugh at you, they're going to joke about you. But at the end of the day, when it comes to my family, they need me, I'm there. Um, and, you know, my brother my brother-in-law knows my schedule has been tight. So during the season, I really don't get to come home. Um, yes, up sir. here in Charlotte, man, it's just me and my, my, my kids. Uh, you know, so, uh, you know, I, I would tell these young athletes, man, to, you know, it's, it's cool to, to watch stuff on, on YouTube or, you know, the NFL or college. But everybody's journey is different. Everybody can't go D1. So you better have a plan. And if you don't have a plan, you need to think of it now. That's why I was tell kids, you got to instill goals in your life. So football ain't here forever. Mm. So, you know, if football gone, what are you going to do? Wow. But one thing somebody can't take is having a, a degree. Now, mind you, I graduated high school in 2004, and I graduated college in 2007. And nobody nobody would ever thought that I would graduate college in three years. But I did. Yes, sir. I had a plan. I executed it. And, you know, uh, God turned me and molded me into the man I am today. For him, I'm forever great because I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him. So, uh, again, appreciate you guys for having me. Uh, I never forget home, Hope County, that's my home. Um, you know, I thank all the coaches that have helped me uh, to get 
get to this point, and it's only the beginning. Uh, that's pretty much it, man. Again, appreciate you guys for having me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, Coach McCray, we again, we certainly appreciate you and blessings upon you and everything that you put your heart and hand to and, and blessed, uh, bless your family and, and may God continue to uh, watch over your kids. Coach, Coach Quick, get us to the locker room. Yes, sir. For Coach Goins, our special guest, Montez McCray, the offensive line, tight end coach, recruiting coordinator, and academic liaison for Johnson C. Smith University football program. And for myself, Coach Quick, we'll see you in the gym. You've been listening to Basketball More Than a Game with Coach Goins and Coach Quick. Our podcast is available on podbean.com.